Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Wednesday. It's KHON to go. Good morning, everybody. Setting up to be a breezy day today. Taking a look at our current winds. Already seeing a lot of those double digits out there. That area of high pressure system that's far to the northeast of the state. That's continuing to generate us our nice strong winds, which are picking up even more so today into tomorrow. With It looks like winds to 30 miles an hour through the at least the weekend, but it looks like even through the very start of next work week as well. Now, we do have troughing that's just to the west of the state, and that's causing some high clouds to be pushing a little bit further to the east. The upper level troughing, it looks like, along with an influx of moisture coming in from the east, though, going to be delivering us a lot more rain tomorrow. So, for today, Looks like a pretty typical trade wind weather pattern day. Our rain chances do bump up slightly by the afternoon hours, but the majority of the showers that we'll see just mainly windward Malka areas coming through. And again, nothing too heavy or widespread, but with the winds on the stronger side, more of those showers likely going to get pushed over to the leeward sections. Future satellite and radar again does show that moisture ramping up a little bit more tomorrow with more widespread showers coming through. And then that moisture moves in from the east southeast late Friday. So even through the weekend, we do have that elevated chance of rain coming through. Through for us. Now, in terms of our surf, still big for those east facing shores. Up to 10 foot faces is what we have been seeing, but with our winds kicking up a notch further, they're even bigger today. 8 to 12 foot faces for our eastern shores, north 6 to 8 feet, west 4 to 6 feet, and our south shores today forecast 1 to 3 feet. Not only do we have that high surf advisory in place, but boater small craft advisory, and we have a gale watch also in effect for our surrounding coastal waters. So be careful if you are heading out. Blustery conditions will continue. Some forecast models even show the winds maintaining their winds to 30 miles an hour through the extended forecast period. So the GFS, though, shows on Tuesday some of those wind speeds backing off a little bit. So I'll continue to track them, but it is looking like the blustery conditions are going to be with us for quite some time. After a long wait, Oahu will finally enter Tier 3 of its COVID-19 recovery framework at midnight tonight. Now, this is big news for businesses and for everyday folks across the island. Dallas Ontiveros joins us live from high above and is living the good life in the Ala Moana area. Morning, Dallas. Good morning, Ross. That's right. We're getting into some good stuff right here. But yes, you said it. Tier 3 goes officially into effect tomorrow at 12.01, where several industries are preparing to make those adjustments under those guidelines. And one of them being is the real estate industry. And here joining us on Wake Up Today, we have Ash Murray, the team leader of the Agents of Your Dreams real estate team, Keller Williams, Honolulu. Good morning, Ashley. Aloha. Good morning, Dallas. And thank you so much for having me. Good morning, Honolulu. Yes, it's such a beautiful home here and you know before we get into the guidelines under tier three I want to ask you really quick about the real estate market and you know what you all experienced throughout this pandemic year can you share some insight about that absolutely absolutely and now before I want to go ahead and share how it's been I'm going to share kind of a little bit how it's been before is uh -huh. before we've had about 3.2 percent 3.6 percent in appreciation now we're seeing about five percent and real estate agents we look at the data month over month and what it's shown us is that the average homeowner has actually gained $68,000 in appreciation over the last six months. Wow, so that, that's pretty surprising right there. And, and that just means it's the right time to buy, right? Correct, absolutely. And what's also interesting is that the interest rates have been a historic low. And they've been the lowest they've been in about 50 years. Wow, okay. So that's definitely a, a good thing to know, especially at the time of this, of uh, the year, at the right at the beginning, you could get a new home this year. But uh, for those... 
uh, who are just kind of curious about this tier three system, you all can allow up to 10 people for a showing compared to five. How much of a difference is that going to make? Oh, it makes a huge difference. Um, and specifically with open houses where they've had lines, we've had lines around the block for showings. And it's really, you know, not only been a disadvantage because it holds up the sellers, of course, and it makes things a little bit more difficult with sanitizing in between and a lot more restrictions. Mm -hmm. Now with 10, we're able to serve our sellers more, also allowing more buyers to come, you know, see homes that they deserve to go and, you know, potentially live in. And is there any, like, contactless routes, too, that they could check out? before meeting in person? Absolutely. So there are virtual showings, a lot of videos, 3D tours. Of course, for most homes, that is always available. However, when we do go for showings or open houses, we do use an eyes-only policy. So we will, of course, be sanitizing in between, sanitizing before, but then also removing shoes or wearing booties. And everyone is signing waivers also, acknowledging that they are going in voluntarily and that COVID is something we're dealing with right now. Absolutely. It's when it comes to this industry and we appreciate you so much Ashley for giving some insight when it comes to tier three thank you so much Dallas and thank you so much for being here and if you want some more details on what to expect when it comes to tier three and all the industries that are making preparations head over to our website at kh12.com you can read the latest until then reporting from this beautiful home Dallas and Averos kh12 news check out our view saying it back to you I want to live there <laughs> I wouldn't be able to afford the HOAs, but I would like to live there. Thank you very much, Dallas. All right, commercial attractions are also looking forward to welcoming back more guests. Now, we spoke with Polly Lane's Bowling Alley, who tells us moving into Tier 3 will allow them to bring in more league members and reduce wait times. For people who just want to bowl for fun, groups of up to 10 people will be allowed starting tomorrow. And we can bring in more people can come together as friends or family and bowl together because that was a big drawback is if you have a group of eight you know you don't want to split up that's not the whole point of it so bowling to bring having having it at 10 people will allow the more friends and families to come together and just a reminder masks must be worn at all times while bowling now if mayor blangiardi doesn't change oahu's recovery plan we will stay in tier three for at least four weeks in order to move forward, the last two weeks of a tier must meet the criteria for the next tier. In this case, the seven-day average for two weeks must be less than 20 cases with a positivity rate less than 1%. But we could also move back a tier if we meet the previous tier's average daily case count for two weeks in a row. Honolulu police are investigating an attempted murder in Kaka'ako. It's a story that we first brought to you as breaking news yesterday morning right here on Wake Up Today. We're told a 37-year-old man was walking on Kauai Ha'o Street when he got into an argument with another man. That's when the victim was shot and the suspect took off in a newer white-colored sedan. The victim was taken to the hospital in serious condition. Now, police believe this was not a random incident. Anyone with information is asked to call Crime Stoppers at 955-8300. State lawmakers will take up a bill today that would require hikers who disregard warning signs to pay if they have to be rescued. The Senate Judiciary Committee is considering a measure that would require government agencies 
like fire and police, to seek reimbursement for all or a portion of the search and rescue costs if that person deliberately disobeys warnings and no trespassing signs. Supporters say the measure would discourage dangerous behavior, but critics worry that people might not call 911 if they know they have to pay. We'll follow up and let you know what happens with this measure.